0: hey guys coach here how you doing? hey welcome to this week's show! thank you for spending a few minutes with me today hey this week we're talking about designing your landscape not only for now but also for the future we're gonna do a little futuristic thinking on paper this week and i'm glad you're here i hope you learned something this week i'm taking you to the drawing board figuratively and discussing landscape design and how to apply it to your needs now and well into the future so your investment stretches that much longer hey it's time to roll so let's get going hey i'm matt you can call me coach every friday i bring with me landscape diy education concepts and theories ideas and solutions so you guys can go out and tackle a landscape project yourself get professional results save a whole lot of money in the process and in this day and age be a lot more self-reliant man after a 20 plus year career in the green industry i'm bringing with me a lot of knowledge and experience that i want to share with you guys the new, modern, educated, self-reliant homeowner of today. you know, in the time that i've been here on earth, i have seen from photos and actual, you know, vocational experience, a multitude of changes in landscape styles and trends over the last five decades or so. from the uber simplistic, bare bones found Station planting lawn and a single tree to nowadays the elaborate modernized literally electronic automated mega yards that have all the technologies bells and whistles built into it professional landscape designers in my experience and what i have seen originate in a multitude of ways number one they kind of accidentally stumble into it they literally don't know which vocational career they're going into and they just kind of i don't know it just kind of makes them happy and they fall into it and it takes a little traction and they get going you know number two is they find a passion for it early early on like in the teens and develop it through formal education in community and state colleges and even beyond where they go all the way to landscape architecture you know the other one is fake it until you make it and the trial and error method that I have seen not the most reliable but I have seen many contractors that think they're landscape designers and their heart's in the right place but the left side of their brain is not and many times contractors can jump in on a project and they can make even the most ill-placed planting material and infrastructure look good when it's brand new. it's just three and five years down the road where you see it and you just kind of go what the were they thinking? and lastly many designers kind of let their creative minds guide them and only design for their personal use. they don't branch out into the professional world and they don't start taking their creativity to uh, the public forum and actually making a living at it. for me, coach, i had a blend of about two and a half years of formal education at the college level i had formal education at the vocational level which i've spoken to you about many times in my early on nursery ornamental horticulture career and a little bit of the trial and error method on personal space and at the time you know i was a whopping 19 years old still living under mom's roof thank you mom and that's where i started experimenting with toss outs from the nursery and stuff and i could actually start re-landscaping the folks house a little bit and then gaining confidence and experience and led to branching out into the professional world started at age 20 where i was designing people's yards for navale's nursery in the san francisco bay area and then eventually doing it on my own as a sideline as a sideline so There you go. Professional designing is a talent mixed with learned experience and, in some cases, natural creativity and knowledge of the ornamental plant world. You know, let's face it, if you don't have some type of a uh, head wrap around what plants are going to do, not just when you put them in the ground, but what are they going to do a year, three, and five years down the road, yeah, it it helps if you really have a little bit of. ornamental hort behind you in order to move forward. now landscape designing and designers have been around for hundreds of years. i mean if you look at some of the old castles and grounds of queens and kings and everything over the the millennia, we've been around for a while. i mean one famous one, one of the 1800s was fred Olmsted, who designed from natural scratch new york central park. now that is quite a design. Quite a huge long term design. He also is credited for designing out the Biltmore Estate in Asheville, North Carolina, which is a huge 200 acres worth of forest and ornamental grounds. I mean, can you imagine? Imagine that size of scale. So, wow, kudos to him. On a much smaller scale, residential landscape design for the DIYer can be as simple. To as complicated as you want to make it but as i spoke to you a couple of weeks ago you must first understand a couple of things when you take on landscape designing for yourself and you're considering a project we design to what your budget is or if you're going to phase it out over five years you're still going to have to understand designing for 2021 and then 2025 or 26 the cost of things are going to be much much different it's going to be very hard to judge what your budget might be in your final phase of your landscape makeover and then also you have to match that design to the budget you're strongly considering if you don't oftentimes disappointment failure and a real financial shortfall tends to creep into a project it really does and i've seen that on a lot of occasions i really have many homeowners who tackle the landscape design themselves sell themselves short in what we call the design phase they really often do not research enough and get in the car and go recon enough into materials and plant types to pull off a cohesive landscape design that will serve them now whatever their situation is and then what is it going to be three and five and ten years down the road that's where designing really has to entrench itself in your brain that you're thinking about what is in front of you today but you have to plan for down the road you know what you guys do at 30 years old as new homeowners you're not going to be in that same phase of life at 40 and 45 and 50 and beyond you may not even be in the house that you're currently listening to this in so think about that you have to think futuristically so how much future do you need to think of when designing your own landscape you know it was something i was taught to when i was dealing with clients i used to always ask questions it was i'd ask a question and then shut up and listen and there was probably a half a dozen questions that i asked of my clients and it really started off with determining the length of stay at the current location if they bought a brand new house maybe it was their very first house or maybe it was their third house it didn't really matter but depending on what their answer was as far as longevity there kind of let me guide and coach and direct a little bit you know there, w- there would be one party that wanted go out of taj mahal i want $80,000 worth of landscape work done here and the other person would go <coughs> uh, you realize we're gone and we have to be relocated you know to nebraska in three years to take over the regional manager job and i would say you know somewhere in the middle somewhere in the middle is where reasonableness lies throwing $85,000 at a small residential lot is great but are you going to recoup any of that investment are you going to have that flagship of the neighborhood when you throw the sign in the yard saying for sale and how what percentage or how much are you going to get back out of that $85,000 investment and usually much to my checkbooks business checkbooks chagrin we would probably chop that in half or even two-thirds in order to give them functionality niceties in their yard and then when they sold it was that middle of the road perfect move-up house for the next buyer to come in and they didn't have huge debt or second mortgages or anything else that go along with it so designing it to your longevity and designing it to your budget is extremely important so ask yourself say you're gonna sit down this weekend and you're gonna start thinking about what you want to do next spring do you see yourself there less than five years or maybe more than 10 years Do you have a a growing family pets active lifestyle with kids and weekend travels entertaining lifestyles where you have a whole bunch of people over on a regular basis maybe your work calls for mega mega global travel in order to accomplish your job and little home time all of these factors come to bear very importantly when designing a useful functional landscape and one that will serve you well currently and also serve you when selling time arrives. it can be daunting, it really can. some people are very right-brained, they don't have that creativity in the left side that much, but it's okay because if you research stuff online, you go to some of your local pros, you do a few scratch copies of yard sketches you can generally land quite a bit of information on that piece of paper for you and make it make it understandable not only for yourself but for others as well you know using a few scratch copies completed say you sat down on a saturday morning you measured everything out in the backyard or front yard you have good scale in mind which we'll cover here in just a just a second so accuracy is there maybe make a run or two to the nursery for visual encouragement and and actual hands-on look at some plants that are out there maybe a drive through your neighborhoods for ideas and things that you're attracted to and what you're not attracted to you can boil it all down to a feasible Workable and realistic roadmap on paper for your eventual landscape project that might be just around the corner. Do you need a computer program to accomplish a landscape design? Certainly not. I have seen many people create a nice, functional, uh, aesthetically pleasing landscape on an 8x11 printer paper. That can suffice just well as long as you've done it accurately, you've done it to scale, you've done it in pencil. Uh, it doesn't really matter. you don't have to be fancy with this, you just have to understand what you've put on paper and what is on paper represents an accurate, accurate representation of what your project is going to look like in the end. even though it's only two-dimensional top view drawing, it it will still be perfectly fine. you know, you can go out and spend a few bucks, you can go out and find large-scale format gridded generally quarter inch grid vellum drawing paper at your local printer supply or maybe online on amazon or something or you can go down to some of the office stores like staples or office max or something and in their printing department you can say hey how much does it cost for a 24 by 36 piece of paper and they'll tell you and get three or four copies so now you've got uh, a couple of scratch copies and then a finished copy and you can do it on a a grander scale maybe more maybe a quarter inch maybe even half inch scale depending on the size of property you're trying to redo and then it's you can blow it up into larger things larger larger picture shall we say and then with a, a simple couple of tools you could probably spend less than 35 35 at the most on a template a couple of pencils an engineer ruler and that's about it And maybe a tape measure, a large tape measure for your actual measuring of your yard and your dwelling gaining an understanding of scale is important and learning this will be easy for some and a struggle for others. if you want a really good and i'm serious about this for a second, a really good and simplistic education you might consider helping coach out just a little bit and investing in my ebook or digital course it's always at youryardcoach.com that's the website there you can find the the easy to read and very expanded version of what i'm talking to you about today it's an a to z it really is it's an a to z on how to landscape your own property yourself the ebook covers in depth what you need to know and the course goes 10 times beyond that if you're considering even a change of career it's that detail here i teach the basics and you will learn and it will have the ability without question to confidently put your landscape project to paper and take it all the way to fruition and completion. an inexpensive triangle ruler will be needed, it's called an engineer ruler and if you look at that it's really super simple and you can youtube those things, you will have an understanding of the engineer ruler in less than 10 minutes. most residential yards will only require, depending on the size of your yard, quarter inch scale, maybe three or maybe eighth inch. if you're getting into larger properties, eighth inch might be more feasible. but the average smaller lots, quarter inch you can generally get by with. most people don't do a front yard and a backyard, but if you do, you might have to go to three sixteenths scale and you will understand what i speak about when you get the ruler and you watch a youtube video or two or buy the book taking a front yard and backyard and reducing it to a piece of paper and yet legible accurate and functional starts with scale you really understand it you can take a whole backyard and reduce it to a, a small piece of paper and yet at the end if you understand that scale you'll be okay some of the scales you'll see out there is quarter inch three sixteenths inch inch half inch and all of those equal a foot in reality you've just shrunk it down don't forget when you do put plants in there those plants represent mature size and not first planted size starting with accurate measurements of a project area complete with photos is a good starting place it does not have to be super neat but you can have notes which you will convert to your scaled design later so that not only do you have a good picture or sketch but you also have notes there and basically the notes are instructions to yourself or instructions to people professionals that you might be bringing into that says this is what this drawing represents and these are some of the highlights of the things that will be done in this project designer notes measure the dwelling area in the project area if there is one determine a compass direction on your design so everybody knows which area of the yard this is in when you walk out into the backyard many of you will have an existing landscape and in your design in your mind you will need to eliminate what you're taking out that will not be on your design and then what you're replacing it with that will be in your design so demolition is not in the finished design, new stuff will always be in the design. so you basically have bushes out, trees out, old patio out, old irrigation out, new fence in, new bushes in, new patio layout, new drainage, new irrigation, patio covers, lighting, walkways, veggie garden, dog run, sheds, chicken coop, second garage, and the list goes on and on. depending on what though, ladies and gents, depending on what? your budget and what does your future hold for this particular place? designing a hundred thousand dollar landscape for only being there three years does not make a lot of financial good fiscal sense to me. maybe if you are in a very fancy upscale developed neighborhood that requires such an investment to keep up with the joneses down the street, okay if you make that much money every year you're probably not going to do it yourself you're probably going to hire it out. so if you can afford that kind of financial extravagance, hey that's all on you. but for the rest of the world, for the rest of the smiths and joneses and coaches out there, i think we'll just stick to a a smaller scale improvement. now if your stay in this home you are currently in is your forever home and a lot of long-range needs will be met, then that is a whole other ball game indeed plus if you are the tip of your own spear and doing it yourself then i really encourage a master plan roadmap on paper that will guide you through the phases of the landscape development that you're about to embark on it's so much easier when you have had the the hours at the table drawing everything out researching looking at your computer going to the nursery going to the box stores going to the specialty shops and you have a very good understanding in your brain of what is going to be needed it just bolsters your confidence tremendously and on launch day of phase one you know exactly what the hell you're going to be doing and why you're doing it you're not just going out there with a chainsaw and an axe you have a purpose and you have a schedule and all of this stuff stems from your design that you created this way doing it this way always end up with a completed professional looking cohesive design and not a weekend warrior look that is really usually kind of short-sighted and underdeveloped it's just it's someone who's not in the know that took it on and they ended up with a eh. you know okay it's done eh but it's not the holy crap you did that yourself Where in the hell did you learn how to do that well maybe listening to me a little bit maybe talking you know and reading the book maybe doing the course maybe spending an extra 10 hours of recon work out there in the world and finding out this that and the other thing that's how things turn out better you know the master plan can also be used if done correctly in gaining estimates should you seek professional help in certain aspects of the project you know for me as a landscape professional for many years the one thing i always used to bring in subcontractors for was concrete work now i could form up with the best of everyone but i hated finishing concrete i was okay at it but i wasn't really a, a, at the 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 zenith of professional concrete finishing and i always expected you know whatever i turned to a customer you know or they had to pay for i wanted it to be good so concrete work was something i always subbed out and my designs were always what i submitted to a couple of concrete contractors that i had on staff and it always worked out well other things that you can do is like if you uh, are doing underground electrical work or maybe gas lines or maybe square feet for hydro seating large lawn area maybe you're going to have a shop built somewhere so you can put an extra car or whatever or you got a Uh, a workshop, a man cave, whatever all stems from that scaled accurate design. you know one thing i've I've really learned over the years as we progress through time as homeowners we meet up with new demands, new needs and new wants as we get older. we want from a, a landscape at 30 years old but that is going to change a little or a lot by the time we're in our 50s and 60 years of age. maybe we want small landscapes to maintain when we're we're young and we want something larger when we get older because now we have more time or it could be vice versa maybe you've got all this energy at age 30 and you want a big yard and multi acres to take care of and by the time you're 65 hey you've mowed enough lawn for five families and it's time to downsize. everybody will have the ability to customize their design to meet their own individual needs for themselves and their family not only now but well into the future for some this designing thing is a blast i still enjoy putting a design together for folks and others will struggle with that left brain creative thing perfect for a diyer is but it's not crucial the only thing you really have is crucial is accuracy accuracy is important research is important but not perfection don't expect perfection the first time you're doing this if you want perfection hey hire an educated pro and but just be prepared to pay them anywhere from 400 bucks to four thousand dollars for their perfection okay that's the trade-off so for this particular episode let's sum up what we've talked about you can design your own landscape you really can there's there's not a doubt in my mind design for the now and the later always in mind of the future when you put something down on paper remember your accuracy accuracy to scale if your lot is 70 feet wide make sure your design reflects that scale research 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 do some nursery visits do some box store visits and kind of get your head around how much this stuff is going to cost what your investment is going to be and let your design reflect that type of research all this comes back to designing designing around your budget and allow room for long-term changes in the current landscape if you're going to be there quite a while and the landscape infrastructure the first phase one can always start to take care of phase two and phase three maybe you're not putting in advanced electrical right now maybe you're not putting in a shop right now but you're going to need electrical to it so in phase one you're doing some underground work that's going to prepare it for later on down the road that way you don't have to rip stuff out you just have to connect stuff up to existing things that are ready to go for you a few simple tools very minimal investment is really all that is needed paper to the size that you need it couple of good pencils, simple landscape template like the barrel, b-e-r-o-l, barrel landscape template is really all you need. you could do a compass if you want to do larger scale stuff for trees and stuff and the all-important scale engineer ruler. hey guys there's a little glimpse, a small little uh, glimpse at what diy landscape design really entails. it's something that i'm so confident with a little bit of time and a little bit of study you guys can accomplish this and save a heck of a lot of dollars of which you can invest into your own landscape project hey i will catch you guys next week every friday as usual if you'd like to check me out over on wisdom i will be there live this weekend i'll put out a little ad to tell you which day it is but i'm i'm kind of guessing it's going to be saturday afternoon so check me out on wisdom right there at yard coach thanks for your time as always Hey, take care. I will see you guys next week to your landscape success. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Yard Coach Podcast. Don't forget to head over to the website at youryardcoach.com, where you will find more DIY landscape education, including the free 15-step DIY landscape checklist, Coach Matt's ebook called Landscaping Simplified, and the flagship digital course, Homescape 1.0. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can email Coach Matt directly at youryardcoach at gmail.com. We'll see you right here next week.